Uh, Stout, what did we talk about today here on the Friday Packet? Stocking Stout, the MacArthur Grant recipient, Peabody Award nominated Tony. I guess an EGOT now. I think we got an EGOT. So. Yeah, second one, actually. Second one. So yeah. We got our first talk one about a year and a half ago. You know, we started off We started off easy. It's it's going to be a, a, Meandering. a slow dip. Like a stream. Yeah. Oh, delightful. It's like uh, uh, just wading into a nice shallow pool slowly so that the, the boiling river right? temperature doesn't shock you. Yeah. Um, it's like laying in the bottom of the Chico pool at 6.45 a.m. as the water slowly rises. Lying out there having a cup of coffee and a crawler. Next thing you know, you're floating on your back and you're too dizzy to stand and you need somebody to drag you out of that thing because you're drunk at 7.45 a.m. Anyway, today we started out with a nice wrap-up of... Uh, oh, excuse me, this is, uh, this is at the beginning. So uh, today we will start out... With a nice wrap-up of the uh, last, I don't know, 15, 20 city council sessions. Yeah, I think it's three? Yeah, so I think. So two regulars and a one work? Yep. <laughs> two regulars and a standard. Uh, with a Coke? <laughs> uh, got some uh, Project Recode. We've got some, uh, I don't know, roll-off trucks. Mm. That's that's a that's a very specific. Very, very niche. Yeah. Niche market. That's, it's exciting. It sure uh, is. Turns out we're going to sell something to Miles City. You guys are probably going to want to stick around for that. Yeah, welcome. Um, there's some uh, trampoline park stuff. Oh, that's, that was good. That's weird. Some neighborhoods and rezoning. Mm-hmm. Kind of project rezone adjacent, anyway. But yeah. Um, I don't know what's what what what's left of the fluff before we get to the uh, real real <laughs> steak. Jesus. Uh. Zone, Project Recode, we're talking about Nicole, uh, annexation, we're talking a little bit of annexation yeah, in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little, little, uh, little uh, Rona news, little COVID, quick COVID Rona news and discussion. Why we keep having the pointless conversation with certain council members about the validity of masks. Mm, that's so a good time. should probably just tell them to shut the fuck up and put a mask on. Yeah. I mean, that seems like pretty mm-hmm. easy to do. Mm-hmm. Not exactly the uh, most polite thing to say, but it's at this point, it's just like, shut the fuck up, put the mask on. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. easy. Just why not? What's it you hurt? Breathe, you're fine. Yeah, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And then uh, then we're going to roll straight on into the old... Uh, cops. Yeah. We're going to talk about cops. Discuss cops. And, uh, it's wh- going to be messy, but I, I think it's a worthwhile conversation to have because it needs to happen. This is October 25th. 2020 in the state of Montana um, population about a million in the city of Billings population about I don't know 114,000 120,000 somewhere around there are we talking uh, you know city areas. limits or metro because we're, we're 160 metro 160 metro that's what I heard recently a lot of people a lot yeah, of people out here so many so basically many. all the people it's it's been a it's been a while since our last uh, publication drop or uh uh, something. What what what's the fancy lingo for dropping something? I think it's just dropping something. I'm just dropping something. We dropped that last episode, kind of like how Macy Gray drops albums, haphazardly and really yeah. badly. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Uh, the, the, this is the Friday packet with Stocky and Stout. Um, this uh, episode is sponsored today by uh, Red Lodge Ales, Oktoberfest Lager. 
Thank um, you for the generous uh, monetary support, Red Lodge Ales. Oh, thank you for the... No, I just gave you money. That's pretty much <laughs> what happened. If you um, like the packet, you better get some Red Lodge Ales. Out that's right. Lager. Um, fun fact, uh, there was an aluminum can shortage, and uh, I believe Sam was worried about not being able to get enough cans for his Oktoberfest, so he just took, you know, like a paper thing. So... Be warned, Stout, don't take it off because it's going to stick to your hand if I'm you do. I'm fucking doing it. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> but he put a sticker over a Scotch Ale can, so it's it's really like drinking two beers at once. Yeah, it's incredible, That's isn't it? In my imagination, I am uh, bending space-time. Which one is this under there? The Scotch Ale. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jack's yeah. 90. Jack's. Oh, this is so it's like sticky. A, it's like a Where's Waldo of, of beers. It's very, it's very tasty. tasty. And you don't have to hold your beer at all. <laughs> I know. The cancer just goes straight through your pores. Mm, it's delicious. You can smell the benzene. <laughs> I love it. Um, this is a podcast about uh, local goings-on in the uh, Billings, Montana metro area. Is that okay you, when I stick labels to the wall? I don't give a shit. I mean, there's already some weird smorgasbord of scotch tape <laughs> all over the wall. There's a mosaic of scotch tape yeah, marks on this. a glory hole in the corner. Um, that's, I mean, that's. it's not... I don't think that that's even low enough for me. <laughs> it's about. No, it's kind of. It, it looks like they tried to run a power cord through just to plug into this outlet that's in this this room. They did some real accurate hole sawing with a framing sure hammer. Did, looks they, like. Yep. <laughs> they sure did in the uh, the dump studios 2.0 down here. Oh, just wonderful. Uh, anyways, this is a like I said, a podcast about local goings on in government here in the city of Billings. There is no shortage of topics or um, subjects to discuss, to go over. Um, we're on the Patreon. If you like supporting local, organic, sustainable, sustainable, because this doesn't cost much, <laughs> sustainable <laughs> podcasting, <laughs> whatever. Uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the Friday packet and uh, donate a dollar, become a Robocop level member. Um, you can do that. Uh, we're on Instagram. That That's a thing. Yeah. We go on there occasionally. Um, also, we're on, what else? Tumblr. <laughs> Grinder. Think it's the Grinder. Tumblr. Just the huge, huge social meets. Absolutely. Hashtag woke here F- at, the, at the packet. Find us on FetLife. <laughs> Two 40-year-olds talking about the internet. Oh, it's man. Like you do. <laughs> you love it so much. Mm-hmm. MySpace. MySpace, you go on there. Go to Friendster if you want. BitTorrent, Napster, you want to send us a couple songs? Ooh. Or maybe some comedy routines that you downloaded illegally? Get us that new Blink-182 album I've been Ooh, wanting. California. Mm. No, it's not even that one. That was two years old now. Where would someone email us? Uh, thefridaypacket at gmail.com. That, again, is thefridaypacket at gmail.com. Uh, once again, we are sponsored by uh, Vic Firth Headphones. Oh. When you can't hear it. Forget about it. Vic Firth. <laughs> so forget about it, Belinda. <laughs> uh, this week, uh, we're going to go over uh, three meetings um, that we need to catch up on because life gets in the way. Pandemics get in the way, apparently. Snow of gets things in the happening. Way. Um, which uh, Montana is doing really well on that front. Just fantastic. We really are. Um, we keep ha- having ridiculous conversations between Pam and a county health officer who has a medical degree, um, certified doctor, and she feels the need to discuss back and forth with him about the validity of having a mask on, even though it's proven that it it does help. But she feels 
every single meeting that she needs to bring up. Hey, I read on the internet that um, there are different opinions, um, and no one has shot her down yet, and I'm, I'm confused why that isn't happening. Oh, it's very, very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's it's nothing new. Nothing new? The mask debate is just as stupid as the vaccination debate. Yeah, there is no debate. It's just wear it. I mean, it's that simple. Yeah, it's a seatbelt. It doesn't 100% solve it, but it gives you a better chance. Also, I do know, do know a guy who says seatbelts. He won't wear a seatbelt because he's afraid that if he gets in a wreck, it's going to break his neck. Well, that's fine. He works in construction. Yeah. Yeah, but you're, you're going to expect those kind of things. But um, it's the weekly PAM update. So usually when they have the COVID update from John Felton, it had a river stone. There's usually that back and forth. And they just sort of let her go. Just a lot of eye rolling and palms on faces in the uh, <laughs> Zoom crowd. That's pretty fun. But she can ask those questions. She's entitled to do that, I guess. Whatever. Um, it's not whatever. It's just put it on. Shut up and just put it on. Yeah, what the fuck How is fucking hard is it? It's not forever. The same shit happened during the uh, Spanish flu in 1919. Spanish flu, you mean the Kansas flu? Yes, that's what I meant. Sorry. Okay. Uh, the Anti-Mask League. Look the Anti-Mask League. It's mm-hmm. pretty funny. Sure is. Same um, morons, half of them died. <laughs> so th- that's still happening. Uh, we're just plowing through that. Mm-hmm. The simplest thing you could possibly do is the one thing that people do not want to do. It seems really counterintuitive oh. and absolutely obnoxious. We're our own people here in Montana. We don't need to... We are individuals. Sure. We're just, we are self-sufficient. Just trying to reach that herd immunity one death at a time. That's absolutely right. There we go. only takes 40% of the population to die. <laughs> yep. So just take your parents and anybody with an underlying health condition, just murder them all right now. Absolutely. Why not? Stick them in the neck. What could go up. wrong? Nothing at all. I mean, it's not like whatever. Uh, so you want to, let's see. So there was a work session, obviously, on October 5th, 2020. Wonderful day. It was bright and sunny. It must have been like 90 degrees out. Oh. I remember it like it was October 5th. <laughs> Five days ago. Five days Six ago. ago. Six days ago. Um, so there was the, the COVID-19 update, like we've we've detailed, the Complete Streets Progress Report, the CARES Act update, and Expectations and Obligations Quad, one Ooh. of my favorite agenda titles I think I've ever read. Even when they're better than a slide deck. <laughs> <laughs> Expectations and obligations quad. So that was, I think, uh, Cuckoo Mania's uh, attempt at trying to, I don't know, spitball with council members to see what's on their mind and maybe see if that goes anywhere. Just turned into a kind of a shit show. Big old fucking ugly mess. Yeah, well, not ugly mess, just they got off on a tangent and no one could corral it back because no one leads the meetings. That's hard to believe that that group would get off on a tangent. Okay, sorry. <laughs> not... <laughs> I was thinking all day today about how this is just an opinion show sometimes. <laughs> and I don't think that's actual information. You all know how I feel. And plus, who gives a fuck how I feel? <laughs> but well, I do. Thanks, buddy. You're I welcome. appreciate that. Yeah. It's just, there's just a couple of members of city council who have really worn me out. But it's okay. It's going to be fine. This Stick too deep breath. Pass. Just let them happen. Just let them have whatever say they need to say. Take 100% control of the meeting. 
at yeah, all just times. take it over. Yeah. That's kind of, I think, the impetus of that, that whole expectation, expectations and obligations quad is to put a glaring note on that nobody actually runs a meeting. People just ask very wide-ranging questions, and off into the ether we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No real direction. Yeah. <laughs> no one takes the reins, really. How long was I noticed this? that Kendra has tried to. A couple of times. To She's be like, well, we're getting way off base. House. We're in the weeds, basically. Can we just like focus on this? And no. <laughs> it's <laughs> no. not going to happen. <laughs> Fuck off. I need to Frank talk. wants to talk about causation and correlation with COVID numbers. Mm-hmm. That's his favorite thing to do, I think, right now. Well, I think we should stop testing. <laughs> we wouldn't have as many cases. Step one. We've got uh, one three hundredth of the population of America in Montana, and we've got one fiftieth of the cases <laughs> on a daily basis. That's pretty exciting, huh? It is. It, it's uh, something that's happening, and uh, let's get it together. Come on. Yeah. Come on, Billings. Speaking let's of... Let's all not join hands and not... <laughs> I'm trying to think of something clever. Social distance across America. Social distance across America. <laughs> Great. <laughs> There you go. Speaking of just fucking derailing and going off on a tangent and stay, saying stupid shit, that's what I just did. There we go. There we go. Uh, complete streets. Uh, one of the notes I made that uh, the mayor, Elise Monet, is the active transportation planner here at the city. We both know her. Nice lady. Fantastic. Very knowledgeable. Perfect for the position. Incredibly smart. Very good at her job. There we go. Um, the mayor called her Elsie. At the beginning? Sure, why not? She didn't correct him. I don't she know She wouldn't. Why. She didn't seem like the type that would do that. But She is a very quiet person. Her name is Elismo. Yeah. Elismo. Elismo? Elismo. <laughs> That's the only note I got from that one. Other than uh, niece uh, challenging her data, um, saying um, you need to have more than... I forget what the fuck he said exactly, but you need to have... He basically mansplained how you collect data. What's he do for a living again? Uh, he does like swipe fees at a square reader. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So he's basically concerned that all the data that they collected was was bunk just on one little section of it, which required uh, Melissa Henderson at Healthy by Design and, and Elise as well to write him an email that explains all the data collection and all all that pertinent information, which is which is totally fine. Sure. But to call him out and just to sort of man-explain him, man-explain to him, uh, this is how you collect data, and this is how I want to see it. Wow, it's it's kind of fucking annoying. He's like, he could have said, um, I noticed on some of these there was like a low, you know, percentage or low amount of people that you collect data from. Why well, was that? And could you get back to me maybe in an email with your data collection process or something like that, rather than going on a five-minute diatribe, basically yelling down somebody which is completely annoying being a shitty old white dude to yep. two incredibly intelligent younger ladies mm-hmm. kind of gets on the, on the track of like no one takes control of the meetings and it just goes off on a tangent where people just sort of half fall asleep which i'm pretty convinced now that most of them do watching the zoom meetings oh yeah because there's multiple screens they're watching at the same time mm-hmm. um it's hypnotic it is very hypnotic they look away and I'm guessing they're young and watching Young Sheldon or <laughs> some shitty NCIS fucking NewOrleans.com show. Oh, you went that direction. That's a much better direction than I was going to go with. That's very good. Very but, good. But yeah, one, uh, Councilmember Brown, like, sets up shop, I think, in the middle of his, like, living room mm-hmm. where his wife is watching TV. So every time he starts talking, 
you can hear audibly what's going on in the background. Usually, his, I'm guessing his wife is watching some sort of TV show. Sure. And you can sort of hear the dialogue going back and forth. Nice. Well, so it's just very confusing when he starts talking and then you hear, you know, David Caruso talking or something. <laughs> I think it's nice that we can stay caught up on American Ninja Warrior while we watch I mean, City Council. It's the best of both worlds, really. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, American City Council Warrior. Ooh. That'd be fantastic. Who would win? Let's, oh, hands down. Frank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think he's got some upper body strength that we don't know about. Have you seen him crawl through some thickets? Oh, have I ever? <laughs> Let's take him. What's that uh, big fuck off park down on the south side off of Hawthorne? Uh, Optimus? Yeah. There's a fantastic jungle gym down there mm-hmm. that I stopped and played on on the clock. <laughs> and I'm not worried because I don't think my boss listens to this. Testing. <laughs> Hi. Um, it was fantastic. They've got like a little uh, zip line emulator, Ooh. basically. You just sit on it instead of hang on it. Oh, that's oh lame. so much fun. <laughs> and then there's like this weird big spider net thing that you can crawl through. It's fantastic. Ooh. I think we take all fucking 10, well, 11, because you have to have an odd number. Or you're mm. going to get a tie. This is true. And uh, take them all down there and just time it, see how they do. That's great. We could just... Uh we can figure out like each ward how how much money they're allocated every year in the bu- in the budget, and then we can just you know put a little incentive on there. Ooh, little, handicap little, their time a little. Yeah. <laughs> fucking a. Yeah, I think the Heights people would be quite surprised at how fucking much they have to work off. Dude, did you know there's three hundred thousand people who live in the Heights, mm. and they all bleed and vote. Did you know they've been trying for the inner belt loop for a hundred and seventy-one years this now? Is, this is true. Did it's you amazing. know that? Um, I got nothing. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what else is on there? There, a CARES Act update from Andy Zeller, finance director at the city. How's that uh, going? I didn't hear any of that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of money, a lot of ins, a lot of outs, Mug. Um, let's see. Uh, fiscal fix. Uh, the city of Billings has been awarded $33 million in calendar year 2020, directly related to the CARES Act funding. Wow. Passed by Congress and signed into law March 27, 2020. The CARES Act provided over $2 trillion in economic relief to the American people. From the public health and economic impacts of COVID nineteen, I've heard, according to YouTube, <coughs> Steve Danes sent a lot of that, like a hundred and twenty some million dollars to his Chinese companies, something, oh, something. Really? Yep. Well, according to my YouTube source, Steve Bullock um, got a whole bunch of money sent to his brother's firm, and then he got a kickback to himself. Yeah. So he could buy hookers and blow mm-hmm. and fly an airplane to Iowa so he could be president for about six months. <sighs> that son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Which Steve? There's too many Steves. There's a lot of Steves. Also, there's a very old movie from the, well, not very old. It's from the 90s. It's called The Tao of Steve. And it's all based around the idea that any dude named Steve is really cool because, like, there's like three examples. Mm hmm. Which isn't that great a sample size. You should watch it. Okay. But this Put that on your list. recent election has disproven that movie. This is true. Old Stevie, Steve, Steve. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, CARES Act funding flowing into the city. Don't exactly know. It's like a hurry up and wait thing, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Billings Met's got some money. The FAA has sent money to the airport, some grant funds for some operating costs of the airport. Since nobody, that's going to be, the, I think, the next year to follow for what happens to all the airlines. Exactly. 
Yeah, that's going to be a little interesting. I do think that there's going to be a healthier bounce than expected on those because I think the folks who can still afford to travel are going to want to travel. Oh, sure. And then I think the fall-off will be a year following that when everybody has traveled and mm-hmm. is now out of money completely. Mm-hmm. That's just my Nostradamus prognostications. Okay. Uh, that's sort of the cliff notes of that one. Um Let's go to October 12th, shall we? I think we should. It's a regular business meeting, um, if you're new to the podcast. A regular business meeting here in the city means that actual decisions get made. Motions and votes. Mm-hmm. So your work sessions are, we're just going to discuss things. Basically, both are like a work session, if you've watched any city council meetings, because they just go off on tangents where they sort of glaze over, and like, why am I doing this with my life mm-hmm. when they're talking? Um, I guess if there's a quorum of them anywhere, they can actually make a motion and vote or something like that. Isn't mm. that isn't that the case? I know they can't. Well, meet. it has to be it has to be advertised to the public that they're meeting. If there's yeah. a more than more right? than four, I think you can have. I don't four know if they can them. make like actual decisions. Maybe they can. I don't know. I think maybe that is. Mm-hmm. But if there's more than four of them, it has to be advertised and planned ahead and all mm-hmm. that. So if you want to invite somebody to the opening of your new grocery store. Yep. You can only, you can pick four. Just, that's all. Yep. Just four. Yeah. Uh, one of the bigger ones on there that Nice called out for some reason was the uh, $300,000 on behalf of, <laughs> uh, so Homeland Security gave us 300000 oh, Or thanks, we gave herself $300,000. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, for drone. Oh. Uh, drone piloting program. Cool. Yeah. All right. Nice was worried that these drones were going to go up and then we were going to have to call Matt Rosendale and he was going to have to come down with his rifle every time the drone went up and shoot it down because mm. he's the only that's one what he does. Do and that's, yeah. uh, but no, these are only for like emergency stuff. So if someone gets lost on the river, or, you know, flipped over on the rims or something, they can't get people down into, they can deploy that drone and fly it around and, sure. and find them. That's okay. kind of the idea. Why not? Um, the guy describing it to Nice had a, an extremely hot mic. No, I mean he was. It was like he was screaming into the computer screen. <laughs> it was a little. It was a little. Uh, it was a little much. I kind of like that. <laughs> I do too. It's a little something to throw in there to break up the monotony. <laughs> sure does. Uh, what else was in this one? Uh, a new uh, lighting district on Twenty Seventh. There, if you ever, if you've driven up Twenty Seventh recently, they've tore up pretty much every single intersection and sidewalk. Yeah. Obviously, now is the time to do it. But when 20 inches of snow falls and you won't be able to do shit on it until spring. Yeah. Yeah. What could Why go not? wrong? Sure. Status quo, it's fine. Mm-hmm. One lane is all 27th needs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, zone change that got moved. Uh, limits of an- annexation map. Um, that was presented as well. They're trying to plan for inner belt loop and future expansion. Wyeth brought that up. Uh, a lot of detail on that one, Joe. Way to go. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> let's go to October 19th. Let's do. <laughs> 2021 legislative preparation. Uh, spoiler alert. They're just going to focus on the budget. There's not going to be a... I don't know what they're expecting to happen exactly. I mean, they're not going to discuss local option. They're not going to discuss weed stuff. It's going to be... 
oh shit, something's coming down the pipe here next year. Yeah. How do we prepare for that? I yeah. think that's gonna be the focus of that. So um there yeah. you go. There you got your legislative update. I mean we could go through the thing I printed out of what Jesus. the League of City and Towns thinks that the legislator legislature should uh, focus on, but I mean thirty pages. Very dry. What's the name of the uh, young lady and young fella who were giving the update? Amy Grimales, yeah, Crowley Flecht, and uh, Greg Dorrington. Have you read Amy's? Have you looked at Amy's last name spelling? G R M O L I. Jesus, I'm <laughs> yeah. glad. My, yeah. oh, let's start that over. G R M O L I J E Z. Yeah, Grimales. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and Amy spelled the uh, traditional way A I M E E. Yeah, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. I sat across from her at a table in um, why Helena. For <laughs> she works at a law firm. Yeah. What the fuck were you doing? No, no, I was in Helena. Oh. She was up there for the uh, okay mm-hmm. for the legislative session two years ago, and. We were discussing some very heady things, but I couldn't look up from her goddamn name tag because I was like, okay, Amy, I, I got that. That's no problem. I'm with you on the Amy part. <laughs> what the hell? Grandma Jazz. Grandma Jazz. Grandma Jazz. I drove up there. I took a busload of folks up there. I think we left town at like, I don't know, 5 a.m. or something like that. Ugh. And I drove up there and it was rough. I was seeing stars. Anyway. She's very knowledgeable. She's fantastic at her job. Starts, but she just like threw a straight right at you yep. immediately? Just, no, yeah, like a, not a hook at or all. Or she just like reach over and slam your head against just the table? Just a jab. <laughs> just a wow. jab. Yep. <laughs> right in the forehead. There you go. I, I deserved it. Probably. What were you discussing? Uh, the uh, public incapacitation stuff oh, that we dealt with gotcha. several episodes ago. Look it up if you want to. Yeah. Go back in the feed, if you will. Yeah, yeah, it's all free. I don't, I don't know what's stopping you. Yeah, Jesus, listen. There's to no something. paywall here. It's all free. <laughs> I mean, valuable want, information. You, you just go back us. and nitpick if you want to. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/TheFridayPacket. Yeah, for a dollar you can become a Robocop level member. But you who knows? There might be a free. sticker that comes out that says you're a Robocop level member, and we'll send it to you, and oh. then you can slap it on your 1992 Toyota Tercel. That's awesome. I got really close to buying a 1984 Toyota Tercel. Really? Hatchback. When? All wheel drive. Not too long ago. Was the like the station oh, no, wagon version? Uh, not the Tricel. Yeah, it is the Tricel. The, well, there is the Tricel, the Corolla. They were basically the same. The station wagon version. Yeah, the Tricel. Oh, dude. I think it was all wheel drive. I don't yeah, think they called it Tricel. Yeah, it was all wheel drive. It was they called it all wheel drive or four wheel drive. It, it, it wasn't. Well, I guess it was switchable in a couple of those. Yeah. Could you engage it with a lever? I think it was engaged with a lever. It was a five speed. Had oh, two hundred thirty thousand on it, buddy. Guy did a lot of work on it. He only wanted Just twelve hundred bucks for it. You didn't buy that? I tried to uh, convince the significant other. She was not going for it. You didn't try to convince me. I would have fucking gone fifty fifty on that thing with <sighs> you. Next time, I'll I'll, I'll know there that. is there's not going to be a next time stuff. <laughs> I know that was he the had last like one. a detailed like spiral notebook on all the upkeep of them. Dude. <laughs> I should have gone for it. Oh, my God. Damn it. You are breaking my fucking heart right now. It's okay, buddy. I get it. I understand completely. I've Mm -hmm. been there. It's just tough. Oh, I just sold the samurai. Oh, We could have been in there. Is it gone? I don't know. We'd have to check Craigslist. That's where I found it. In the ether of Craigslist. (laughs) 
You, I was deep in there because I'm looking. You know, no. I'm you, sorry. You do this. You do this podcast. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta do some stuff. Oh yeah, because I wanted to get that for you know Margie. You know she wanted. You know, she's only got the Prius, which has got the, the front wheel drive on it, so it's kind of hard to get around a little bit. She would have lit that Prius on fire after driving that turd yeah, cell for like a week. Oh, at least. I mean, you said the heater didn't work. I was like, I don't. I don't care. It does work. It's just not <laughs> fixed. That's all. But he had a detailed list on all the. I mean, it was ridiculous. Oh my god. Uh, moving that on. We were fucking talking about unicorn. <laughs> what the hell? I'm sorry. Uh, Project Recode. Okay. Uh, so zoning amendment. So I actually tried to, um, on, on the community seven page on Facebook tonight, I was trying to figure out the time and my internet was going slow. I was trying to figure out the time when Nicole started talking to the time when she was done answering questions. It was well over two hours. Oh my God. It was, it was impressive. She is an athlete. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any other way to describe that. Wyeth was there, but uh, oh. this, all these zoning commissions uh, recommended approval of the draft. She wanted not big policy stuff in there because people have had ample time to weigh in on that. Oh, that, yeah. That whole situation. Have um, they, though? Because <laughs> yeah. most people have only just heard of it now, yeah. just now. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people are working quite hard on this. Um, so it's an update of the zoning Basically, city zoning, what, 50 years old plus? Yeah. The old zoning code. Yeah, easy, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to start adopting sections of this coming to here pretty quickly. Uh, parks and Recreation quarterly update. Of course, people bitched about that because everybody hates parks on the council for some reason. <sighs> no, that's pretty cynical. Not, ev- not everybody hates park, but every they, they kind of go over it with a fine-tooth comb. It's Clark. <laughs> he's he's affected everyone's Clark W. Griswold. That's the one. <laughs> it's Niece Ewald, Sam Ellis, you name it. Same old, same old. Um but uh that was October twelfth. There's no Tercel on Billings Craigslist. I'm sorry. Uh it might be surrounding areas. It might have been in uh Cody Butte. Yeah, it might have been in Wyoming. All right. I'm working. I'm going to work on it. You working on it? Yep. Uh, 26th, which was another works. Nope, that was a regular city business meeting. Um, I didn't get through this, so I'm not even going to even try to. I've been falling behind uh, uh, work-wise. And uh, council-wise. Um, personal-wise. Personal-wise. Uh, but that was October 6, 26. That's the next one. Sorry, I didn't fall behind. That one's tomorrow. Jesus. That would make sense since today's the uh, 25th. Uh, yep, 25th. Happy birthday, Allie. Um, that's my sister. She lives in North Carolina. Avid listener. Really? She might be a Robocop level member. I don't know. Avid? Mm-hmm. Well, hello. Yeah. The Raleigh Durham area. Oh yes, down there in North Carolina, Bull Durham, mm-hmm. Durham Bulls, etc. Durham Bulls. Are those, are those our Durham cigarette? Yeah, I think it was Bull Durham. <laughs> was the, the actual cigarette? Well, there we go. Um, what's gonna happen tomorrow? What's gonna happen tomorrow? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Do we want to look that up? 
Why not? Yeah. It's going to happen tomorrow. It's a regular city meeting. Uh, we're talking about uh, hazard household hazardous waste collection, roll-off truck. Jesus. Uh, bills. Bull Durham. One ounce, five cents. Nice. I think that's uh, that might be a little out. That's from last year. We're talking uh, beer and oh, we're talking beer and wine. So, oh boy, Boo Jesus, what's going on with beer and wine? I haven't looked at this agenda. Uh, let's see. I'll click on regular agenda item number two. Let's see. Special review request uh, to allow beer and wine licensing for twenty five hundred square foot tenant space within a seventy nine hundred multi-use tenant building, community commercial zone, Pie Guys Pizza, allowing the expansion expansion of an existing business to allow sit-down dining with the service of beer and wine. So, Jesus, Warden's Casino, the prospective tenant and business partner of Pie Guys Pizza. Oh. So if you don't live in Montana, there's casinos fucking everywhere, and there's actually one called the Warden's Casino where you can lock up a win. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard on the radio. Jesus goddamn Christ. Yep, no, that's fine. That's allowed. That's mm-hmm. okay. Yep. You know, because, oh, wait, they were old prison wardens, mm-hmm. and they opened up a casino, just, I guess, so they can resupply the, the prison population. <laughs> the prison system. I don't know. Yep, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, really tasteful um, ad- advertising campaign uh, where you can lock up a win at their, their fine establishment. <clears throat> off Jesus. <laughs> it's pretty awful it's pretty awful and no one calls them it's like oh well you know it's business i don't know capitalism <laughs> free market oh god look at all this sadness over here <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, so the there out. you go they're gonna open it up because if there's anything the billings needs it's one more casino mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Household hazardous waste collection. Oh, yeah. Reject all them fucking bids. Yeah. Remember when they used to do the, like, toxic waste roundup every spring? Well, they still kind of do. They I, they didn't... Well, I guess last time I checked, I guess... Isn't it like at the warehouse or the firehouse? Oh, no. This was, that was the dump. Prescription pills or something. Oh, yeah. No, you can take... There's a bunch of prescription drop-off boxes around, apparently. There's one at the... Crime Prevention Center on 3rd and 30th. Mm. But um, it was like, bring up old cans of fuel or old cans of oil or old paint or like mm-hmm. a bucket of asbestos if you have it or what yeah. batteries, fucking you name it. Mm-hmm. Bring yeah. it up. You got Unicorns. one day to drop it off. We won't ask any questions. Nope. Pull in. We won't be writing down your license plate at all or anything like that. Rolling off multiple 55-gallon drums of waste, air yes. quotes. Yes, yes, exactly. This is uh, three quart jars of cyanide. Don't ask me where I got. I used to be a high school biology teacher. Let's just go with that. That's just tannerite. It doesn't work anymore. I don't need it. It's not a big deal. Uh, I'm not weeding anymore. <laughs> Carry it carefully. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Anyway. So, yeah, reject all bids. Roll off truck. Going to buy one of those for $173,000. With a five-year warranty. Ooh, mm-hmm. lucky mm-hmm. us. <laughs> Three <laughs> new sideload trucks. Cha-ching. Three yes. of those, $907,000. That's a lot of money. Sure is. That's like 100 bucks a piece. Basically. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if my math got is it. correct, I think you got it nailed right there. I run my own business. Professional sentence. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> 
and quite well, I have to say. You gave me a, a, an invoice, and I paid half of it and haven't said anything <laughs> since. Not even half, actually. I am broke. So am I. <laughs> oh, look at this. Declaration of surplus property and authorizing the street and traffic division to sell a road patching unit of to the city of Miles City for $22,000. What do we pay for that? I'm here. Welcome. I'm Frank Ewalt right now. What uh, do we pay for that? Uh, what did you pay for it? Uh, it's 13 years old. Mm-hmm. No, what did we pay for it? I didn't ask how fucking old it is. Uh, we paid $1.79 million for it. Jennifer DeRay, you're not answering my question. Well, why aren't we asking $1.79 million for it? Because uh, it's going to Miles City, and it's... Because they have $22,000 total? $22,000. Checks out. <laughs> Prelim- <laughs> Preliminary major plat of Western Black. Yep. <laughs> quasi-judicial. Ju- quasi-judicial. What the fuck? I'm what not does gonna... quasi-judicial uh, go mean? Well, in my opinion, Stocky, and this is just my opinion, <laughs> it means that caution must be exercised concerning any potential ex parte communications with interested parties. Oh, boy. This policymaking body may exercise approval or other adjudication authority, which is d- judicial, because it directly affects the legal rights of a person. All you know right, I mean? so if someone on the council has, has talked to somebody at uh, this Western Sky subdivision, and you know, promised them a kickback or something. They gotta, you know, detail that. Yeah, they sure. Gotta, why not? Why gotta not? bring that up and say, "Oh, I was talking to uh, Jimmy Yamaha down there at uh, Western Sky Divisions, and we worked out a deal." Just <laughs> so everybody knows, and everybody just gives like a thumbs up and they do the clap thing, hey. like when you give like a round of applause on the Zoom call. You betcha. Um, yep. Just and this. then off they go. Yep. I love that. <laughs> That's yeah, uh, for for listeners at home. We touched our hands together and held them momentarily. The, was it tribute? Oh yes, is it the tribute and uh, <laughs> type F to pay respects. Type F. Yep, there you go. Um, uh, bills for the weeks of September twenty first and twenty eighth, twenty twenty. Sean Brown will be abstaining. <laughs> what I meant to email uh, uh, Andy about that. There was one. I did. I went full Ewalt. Oh, on the bills one week sifted right in there. Huh? I sifted right in there, and there were a couple bills from the trampoline park. Ooh, a lot. A couple. There was random charges from the trampoline park. Like I don't know if it was like bucks, like a team building park. event or yeah, whatever. The trampoline park and skate world. Ooh, oh man. Yeah, yeah. I actually would be curious on what that was. I actually don't have any problem with. City I, I don't care, but it seems like a really weird time to be doing some like team building event. Yeah, a nice big old sweaty exercise event. Yeah, but you know, I mean, city's gonna be doing shit. Do it with a local company. That's fine. There you go. Sure. <laughs> but if, if anybody was gonna bring up anything, Frank did not bring that up for whatever. I'm quite reason. surprised. We were speculating on that last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got okay. on here? We got public hearing. That's the. Uh, uh, special gaming. review beer and wine. Special review more beer and wine. Allow an Jesus. existing all beverage liquor license to relocate. Oh boy, from 1911 King Avenue West, Unit 10 to 2499 Gable Road. Okay, uh, what's, <clears throat> what's 1911 King Avenue West? Excuse me, uh, 1911, never forget. Um, it's true, 1911 19th Street, King Avenue West. Is that like, I don't know, Asian I'm gonna see grill. 
It might be around there, I would think. Ooh, it might be. Uh, didn't uh, Carne close? Well, yeah, their their owner was doing some bad things with his other staff. restaurants were still open. Okay. Allegedly, stop. Allegedly, me. sorry. The due process has not gone through, but he, he seems like kind of an asshole, he, according well, to court documents. Mm, yep. <laughs> don't know. I, oh, okay. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Okay. Um, oh, the Cenex Park subdivision on Gable oh, Road. I'm hoping that this stays going. Down to seven percent. Why is it down to seven percent? Plug it in. Let's get that sweet buzz. <laughs> it's plugged in. It's just not. Nobody's listening. Still, flip it around so the cord points the other way. Wait for that light to come on. There is that it. That might work. Anyway, thanks for listening. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got to the most important stuff yet. Um, I think that's recording or. First reading ordinance for zone change 984, zone change from residential 7,000 to residential multifamily. Uh, Having conducted public hearing, considered written and spoken public testimony, I move to approve quasi-judicial. Which one is that? That's uh, quasi-judicial. Sunset subdivision 1219 12th Street West. Oh, that's uh, that's the one on Alderson, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 13th and Alderson, so they're going to do a vote on that one, turning, uh, putting up a 32-family apartment building or something on Alderson by mm-hmm. uh, Albertsons, my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, uh, Stout, you want to talk about cops? I mean, do I? I don't know. This is going to be sloppy. This is a hot-button issue. Hot-button issue. I don't know how to, I don't know how to feel about this, but... I'll work through it with you. <laughs> I'm in. Let's hash this shit out. All right. Well, let, let's go to the... Um, well, first, let's... So, a person was killed. What this? I don't even know if we'll call it killed. So, a call came in. It was the Avenue C area. So, 24th and... Between 24th and 22nd Street West. Yeah. Uh, a person called in a suspicious activity. Which, as one does, as one does, and ultimately just ended up with someone being killed by the hands of police officers again here mm-hmm. in the city of Billings. Yeah, which seems to be happening more and more. Um, which I don't even. I, I'm just gonna let Janelle Slade, uh, local Q2 anchor mainstay. <laughs> um, describe the incident and then we'll have uh, Rich St. John also describe the incident as well and then we'll kind of go off basically into the ether because I'm down because <laughs> why more not? details today surrounding an officer involved shooting in central Billings last night that left one man dead Chief Rich St. John says police responded to suspicious activity on the 2200 block of Avenue C around 1020 last night where they made contact with three known drug suspects. St. John told reporters during a press conference about an hour ago that while fighting with the officers as they were trying to take him into custody, the 29-year-old box elder man pulled out a gun, and that's when the two officers fired multiple rounds. The 
The suspect was taken to the hospital where he later died. His identity is not yet being released. Although none of the officers were wearing body cameras, St. John says there were several dash cams rolling at the time and will be used as evidence for the investigation. So I guess to start with like the reporting on the incident itself, it's 1030 at night. Mm -hmm. Obviously doing maybe some suspicious shit. Sure. Um, but just the way that to de describe the, the people that are involved in the situation as basically, you know, guilty before anything could be divulged or any, you know, just the way that they're reporting it kind of struck me initially when I heard it, when they were describing what happened. They, the way that they were describing it was, oh, there was all these meth head assholes you know, doing something suspicious between 24th and 22nd and basically drawing conclusions before everything could come out, I guess you could say. Regardless of the fact that they were following him or regardless that they had um, previous warrants or whatever, um, just the way that you're reporting it is problematic in my mind. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get that. And I don't know how to exactly work through it because obviously the rebuttal to that is, well, that was a stolen car. These were, you know, known to the, the police. It's, But still, you're basically dehumanizing these people immediately it, without, even, without even thinking about it. I don't even think they meant to do it. It's just that the, the way that they described the whole situation kind of jumped off the page for me. Yeah, you wonder how that... The, the situation apparently where they turned into the parking lot of an apartment building and popped the hood on the car. Yeah. Turned into one of them dying. Right. That's an interesting... And, you know, of course, I wasn't there. I haven't seen the dash cam footage or the fucking cop cam footage mm -hmm. of it. Um, I mean, the reporting says the dude pulled out a gun and pointed it at the cops. Which... It doesn't make a lot of sense because he was on the ground on his stomach. Mm -hmm. um, they were going to try to put him in handcuffs, which I guess we can have St. John describe. Yeah, let's listen to what this was a says. rapidly evolving incident that took place under 30 seconds and it could have been disastrous. I'm very relieved that all attack with three known Sorry. drugs. Damn it. I wanted to hit that. Vehicles was stolen. <laughs> okay, right there. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll provide information on police procedures and evidence relevant. So yeah, uh, God damn, what did he say? This was a, that could have turned disastrous. It could have been disastrous. I Someone think it died. Was disastrous. That's disastrous. One hundred percent. A human was died. Disastrous. Absolutely. That was one hundred percent bad. A human died Not at good. the hands of another human. <laughs> In this case, that will give you and the public a better understanding of what took place based on what we know right now there we go we are at the early stages of this investigation and it could take some time to complete our understanding of this incident may change as additional evidence is collected and reviewed we will update as needed understand that we do not draw any conclusions whether the officer's actions were consistent with policy or applicable law until all the facts are known and the investigation complete at approximately 10.20 p.m. last night, officers responded to the area of 22nd West and Avenue C in regards to suspicious...
suspicious activity in the alley. The caller said that three individuals arrived in two separate cars and were acting suspiciously in the apartment complex covered parking area, which is located in the alley. Four officers arrived shortly thereafter and contacted the suspects, attempting to identify them and find out what they were doing. A male subject was outside of one of the cars, and when the officers attempted to detain, question, and pat him down for weapons and put him in handcuffs for safety purposes, he refused to cooperate and comply. This is a standard procedure for both officer safety and citizen safety. As I said, the male refused to co uh, cooperate or comply with the instructions and a uh, in physical altercation took place, resulting in the officers and the male going to the ground. While on the ground, the male continued to refuse to comply with instructions and fought with the officers who were trying to get his hands out from underneath his body. During the struggle, an officer deployed his taser, but had no effect. The male refused to produce his hands, which were underneath his body as he lay face down. At some point during the struggle, the male was able to pull a semi-automatic handgun from his waistband area and point it at the officers. One of the officers saw the gun and yelled a warning to the others. Officers disengaged and two fired multiple rounds, striking the man. The officers secured him, then rendered first aid until medical assistance arrived. He was transported to the hospital where he later died of his wounds. During the subsequent investigation, detectives positively identified the decedent as a 29-year-old male from Box Elder. He is well known to law enforcement, both statewide and local. He is a probation and parole absconder out of Hill County. And additionally, one of the two cars were stolen. It's about an hour ago that while fighting with the officers as they were trying the male was able to pull to an investigation. Detectives positively identified the decedent as a 29-year-old male from Box Elder. He is well known to law enforcement, both statewide and located at the scene where the struggle took place. At this point, it is unknown if any shots were fired at the officers. The initial assessment is that no shots were fired, but the investigation continues. <laughs> so it kind of jumps all over the place because I hit the wrong button on there, but we get the uh, idea. We kind of get uh, the idea. Um. That's mostly what I'm having trouble with is the the two sides kind of thing where they dehumanize the person, obviously, saying he's, you know, known to police departments around the area, making sure that the public knows what a giant pile of shit this person was. Sure. And, and he obviously deserved everything that was coming to him. And I I I'm, I haven't been there. I don't I don't know what exactly transpired. I don't think anybody does. Um, well, three, two people do. Three <laughs> people did. Yeah. But I'm I'm completely with you. I mean, the guy actually may have been, honestly, just a kind of bad person. Sure. Genuinely. But I don't... Yeah, that doesn't mean you get to just shoot him and kill him. 
But, oh, fuck, man, this is such a... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'll go too hard at this, but it's like... I mean, just to condense one person's life into what this is now going to be for this person in perpetuity to this, you know, like you said, rapidly evolving situation, 30-second situation, Mm -hmm. that's what he's going to be known for for the rest of his life. I mean, that's it. Yeah, well... Um, not the rest of his life. I mean, well, that was, there, there is that no was life. It. That's, that's, I mean, and that's what sucks. You know, so the dude, absolutely, I get it. If he pulled the gun out and pointed it at, if I was the cop in this situation. Right, they deployed the taser. Did have no effect. No, it didn't say if it hit him or, or anything like that. There are obviously two guys on top of him. Yeah. He's on the ground, reached into his waistband and pointed a gun at someone. But that's I'm, probably what's going to happen. You're going to get shot and killed. I'm going to go ahead and say that maybe if I was a cop in this situation, it may have gone differently from the start, though. And yeah, one of the cars was stolen. All right. D- does somebody need to die for that? Or, but, see, that's the thing. I've done enough cruising around with cops in my day and experienced things where they have to grab a guy and throw him to the ground because he's not... I mean, cooperating. Yeah, he's fighting. Resisting or fighting. Or... And when you roll up to a couple of dudes, well, three dudes, two, two cops, three dudes, mm-hmm. 10.30 at night in the dark, um, the odds are kind of against you to begin with. Mm-hmm. You can't see very well. You want them to keep their hands where they can see them or where you can see them. And the easiest way to do that is to cuff them. Right. And talk to them and detain. And detain doesn't mean arrest. It means just, like, stop them doing what they're doing while you assess the situation, right? Mm -hmm. So I kind of... I get the thing that I don't trust this guy. Let's make sure that he can't, like, swing at us or point a gun at us while we talk to him. And then we'll unlock him once we determine everything's okay. And he doesn't want to comply. And then he pulls a fucking gun out. And points it at you, which he may or honestly may not have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fucking garbage situation. But you just wonder if it could have been handled differently from the fucking f- moment of contact. Mm-hmm. As they say, the second you open up the up the uh, door of your cop car and say, hey. What's going on here, boys? What's going on, fellas? Yeah. What's up with this? So, yeah, one of the cop cars may have been stolen, and that dude may not have been interested in leaving that situation arrested or alive, you know? Right. It just sucks. But, yeah, the way it's like, well, he was kind of a piece of shit, so he got shot, but it's not a big deal. Um, it does suck. And, you know... And I, I don't want to, like, end on, oh, we just need to do better. That's, you know... <laughs> one of the better things I heard this week was, um, you know, the, the the one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. But really, when you think about it, I mean, if there's like one bad apple in an entire bag, you're like, I'm not fucking with that entire bag. Yeah, Fuck that whole bag. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm done with it. That's not going to happen. Well, most of my um, cop friends are, well, and not all of them. I don't think any of them listen to this anyway. Total cops. But, but yeah, a bunch of them. They're all like, well, those fucking protesters are burning down buildings. But no, they're not. Like, four of them did. Yeah. And you're judging the whole group by that. So we get to judge all, yeah. all cops by the actions of the 
few terrible ones, I guess. Sure, if you're and, and he can, you know, juxtapose just in the same way. I mean, like the people who fucking storm the Michigan Capitol with ARs on their on their side, and nothing mm-hmm. happened to them. Nothing. Why did nothing happen to them? Because they were white. Okay. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's all all matters of, like fucking red herrings we can do here, but, um, oh, I guess ultimately man. I want to see it improve because no one is tracking this data. No one is. That's not right either. Well, the DOJ has been asked to investigate Billings because of the crazy high number of officer-involved shootings around here. And honestly, I think it's more that there's a bunch of fucking wild-ass meth-addicted cowboys around here that end up getting shot because they're out of their goddamn mind on meth. (laughs) But... This is, yeah, this is like totally, I, I, don't, I didn't know where this is exactly going to go, but um, I did not want to not talk about it because it's like, oh, it needs a, to be it, like ignoring the, the elephant in the room kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to keep talking it like, uh, you know, the thin blue line. I don't want to talk it about it in that fucking terms. Either you're the forest or against us. It's like, I mean, if, if you think about it in terms of like a builder, Building technologies improve to way to build a better house. Yeah, those principles basically juxtapose on to anything really. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again. It's insanity. Yeah, it's turning into insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just hope that they're proactive. And i I want to I want to assume that they are. But if you're going to keep reporting on these officer involved shootings as uh, we showed up. Obviously, one of the vehicles was stolen. This guy was known as a giant pile of garbage. Um, he needed to have this happen to him. Mm-hmm. It's not going to move the needle. It's not, anyway. no. Way. And, you know, and that sucks. That guy may have been arrested enough times that he was like, fuck this, I'm not getting arrested again. I'm either going to die or get away. Right. So, and, and we it, don't know that either. And fucking, and we will never know, ever. <laughs> and gone. I also don't envy Rich St. John. I still hold fast to the belief that that guy is the best police chief we could possibly have right now. Right. Um, because he's a hell of a dude. He didn't say a single thing about how, like, these cops are fantastic dudes. That dude needed killing. Fuck this shit. He was probably native, so it doesn't matter. Anything like that. Right. He's he's a solid guy. He follows the letter. And the spirit of the law in right. my in what I've seen. And what a fucking garbage job that must be. Because you got a bunch... Well, part of... I mean, we can go back to the thing where... What are the prereqs to be a cop? You have to, what, like, fog a mirror and do six weeks at a <laughs> Gotta go training? through a psychological exam, Sam. Yeah, kind of. So St. John came into the police force after... 1971. <sighs> he was, uh, he's been here for a while. There was a tumultuous time when that was going on, when he came on. Um, if you're, you're wondering about that whole origin story, you can they have a podcast. Yeah, what Brandon, are we going to do Brandon, about that? Brandon Woolley and uh, uh, I guess the police department has their own podcast now, which is Unfiltered Billings PD. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. I'm not going to lie. Are you going to the basics or are you going to the downtown one? Uh, the downtown one. There's a two-part series on downtown with Sean Graves and, and the Billings Police Department. I will say that Officer Brad, Brad Mansour, 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 M-A-N-S-U-R, mm-hmm. fucking fantastic cop. 
And uh, I, I've seen him interact with the public in a way that there is absolutely no way I would be capable of doing. <laughs> um, he is me both. the right man for the job. He is incredibly capable and very, very smart. Um, I wish there were, I don't know, 250 more cops exactly like him mm-hmm. in Billings. Unfortunately, I've known a lot of other cops, many of whom are no longer cops because they were bad, bad cops. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about the two fellows who ended up having to kill this guy. They That's the thing. If, if Brad Manser... I, I, wild fucking speculation <laughs> out of absolutely nowhere, no air. evidence, yep. but I am pretty confident if Brad Manser had rolled up in this call, that guy wouldn't have died and he'd probably just be in jail. And those people whose car was stolen would have their car back now. It's, and you know, that's, that's, that's total it's, horseshit. It's all hindsight too. I mean, yep, absolutely. It's when you're dealing with the life and death of somebody, I mean, there's no, there's no like gray area that you can inhabit with without feeling uncomfortable. No, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I feel uncomfortable this entire fucking entire discussion just because I'm I'm white and have never had an interaction with a police officer that was like remotely uh, what they had to deal with on a daily basis. Say if you're Native American or if you're no. you know of color or if you're Hispanic. I mean, my main I don't worry. I, I, my lived experience is so fucking privileged and. Beyond that, it's I I can't cohabitate that same area, but I, I can't come completely with you. <laughs> but I can't keep watching this and not think that there's some sort of problem that we can remedy. I've been pulled over a couple of times and I've thought, boy, I hope I don't get a ticket. <laughs> and you know what? I haven't. Good. I'm <laughs> good. And I don't know what it's like to get pulled over and think, boy, I hope I don't fucking die. <laughs> exactly. You know? here's, a, here's a good, we went to uh, Georgia, like, I don't know, two years ago mm-hmm. um, to see uh, my significant other's partner in uh, that area. Um, and he and his family, or uh, the significant other's boyfriend had a place outside of Atlanta, you know, kind of in the boondocks. And there was like a certain part of Georgia where he didn't feel comfortable driving, being behind the wheel. Yeah. So he didn't drive up to his family's place because he knew he would have gotten pulled over because the cops targeted people that look like him. Fuck, man. And you and I just get to enjoy the great American road trip. Yeah, we can drive across dream. the country and yeah. experience Route 66. <laughs> and that's the kind of, you know, Fuck. stuff he has to think about on a daily basis, the anxiety and yes. stuff that he has to live with. And I, I just want to think that we can do better. Yeah. Well, that's, and, I mean, and I'm to confident do that, we can. Yeah, and to do that requires an insane amount of patience on their part. Oh, God. Because how long is it going to fucking take? Yeah, absolutely. I'm probably going to have to lean against my car in handcuffs while they dig around for shit I don't have. And my kids are going to cry, and it's going to be terrifying for everybody. Sure will. It won't traumatize anybody, right? And I'm going to do every goddamn thing they say to the letter Mm -hmm. because cops who aren't Brad Manser or 
and Tony Nichols will not understand the situation as it actually is that I'm just a person driving through town Mm -hmm. and I don't have anything to hide and I don't have anything to look for. So there's no reason to even fucking stop me. Mm -hmm. It's such a fucking big bag of diarrhea. (laughs) It really is. I can't, I don't suck so hard. Um, I think, I mean, I know what the solutions are. They're just not remotely feasible at this time, but it'd be a good time to start. Right. Like to be a cop in actual developed free countries, which this is no longer mm-hmm. at all, you have to have a degree in law enforcement and you have to have like what, fucking three years of um, to uh, send you out to academy or something? Secondary education to yeah. even go to academy. Right. And their academy in like European countries is to become a cop is like, here's how you write the tickets. Here's how you operate the car. You know, that kind of shit. It's Mm -hmm. not like this is what the laws are. They have, you're going to get a canine. Yeah. Gets dressed up in a giant mattress. You're going to send you (laughs) running down a fucking hundred yard dash. And that thing's going to take you down and you got to, you know, put that thing in a headlock. Choke it out. (laughs) And then you're a cop. That's right. There are, there are (laughs) sheriff's departments in Montana and I've heard this from credible sources because they were hired like this, that hire on a new sheriff in the department and say, here's your badge, here's your gun, um, here's your car, we will send you to Academy as soon as we can, but go be a cop now. Oh, boy. They get you out there before you go through any kind of training. I mean, you know, there's a couple of, like, days of, like, You know, don't pull over somebody unless you could think they're actually breaking a law, blah, blah, blah. But Mm -hmm. it's it's just completely the opposite of how it should be. And I don't I don't know a a decent cop I've ever talked to who doesn't want to know more about how to be a good cop. Mm -hmm. But there's no time for it. You have it's 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 it's, yeah, it's like it's starting immediately. It's gotta start now. Yeah. I mean, this has been going on. It's it's just repeated over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there's a lot of police departments around the country, like in, in Wisconsin, even where the Kenosha shootings happened. I mean, they were doing uh, implicit bias training for for two years. I mean, these incidents are still going to happen just yeah. because. <laughs> I mean, they're human. Yeah, you're you're humans put you into bet. inhuman situations. Yeah. And they're going to react accordingly. It's incredible. It's around here. It seems like there's maybe you know, I'll over oversimplify. There's two kinds of cops. There's the kind that are really interested in making a difference uh, and being a positive force in the community, and then there's the kind who just need a job, right? And the police department was hiring. I think a good place to start, if you're going to report on it and you immediately just laundry list uh, the person who is deceased as a just career criminal who obviously had this coming to him is an oversimplification that doesn't need to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
if I'd got caught doing half of the shit I did when I was younger and stupider, <laughs> I'm still pretty stupid and I'm not that young anymore. But like if I got caught, I mean, I probably did most of the shit that guy did. I have never done meth. So, okay. But, and I've never, well, I have, I have actually taken a car without permission, but it was from somebody I knew. So I think it was okay. But like that was stealing a fucking car. Sure. I've done those things. I didn't get caught. Like, you could go down the laundry list of shit that I've never been caught for, and I would sound like just as much of a piece of shit as that guy. Mm-hmm. And I've got a lot of friends who would think, like, well, maybe Joe doesn't need to get shot in the head <laughs> and die. I mean, I conduct myself when I'm pulled over in a very friendly and innocuous manner. Yeah. But uh, yeah, to that point, it was like, I put my hands where they can see him and just shut up. I mean, it's it's not that simple. I mean... I mean... George Floyd was fucking cuffed when they choked him to death. Yeah, when they sat on his neck for eight minutes and 45 seconds with yeah. a dumb little fucking smirk on his face. Oh, that guy. I mean, that's the thing. I, that There are certain people who are cops who just should not fucking be cops. Mm-hmm. And there needs to be a way to figure that out. Like, there needs to be a way to eliminate those guys from the situation. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be instantaneous. And I don't think nope. um, it's going to happen, to, you know, yesterday. It's... It's going to be, I don't want to say a relentless barrage, but I mean, this is, in my white opinion, I mean, this is the hardest part of it is keeping people engaged and wanting to be part of that political process that makes that happen is yeah. the fucking hardest and most mind-numbing, uh, obnoxious part of this whole process. God damn it. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's kind of, it's just... It takes a certain breed of people, and it takes a certain amount of people leaning on them to make that sort of happen. Yeah, not that that's sort of a panacea to the whole operation, but I mean, literally, that's what's going to take within mm-hmm. the certain operation. I mean, we're not even going over men's rail rights, which police have leaned on forever. We're not even talking about. I mean, this the one radio lab I just listened to, where I mean, the police aren't you know legally obligated to protect you under uh, you know, ah, fuck, I didn't even go into that one, but I mean. It's like it seems like they're a step ahead of any social justice thing that could come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to take a relentless like wave of people, um, you know, with like two or three years where they don't have much going on, where th- that's going to take to see the significant change that we want to see. Yeah, absolutely. And also, defund doesn't mean abolish. No, it means well. It's just like how schools have been defunded over the last 20 years, public well, schools. Like, well. it's... Um, <sighs> <laughs> Going to schools. Yeah, it's not as simple <clears throat> as I, I back the blue. That's that's it. That's it. I mean, it, you can't just say I, I back the blue. That's great. I understand. We need that in there. But you also need the improvement to the whole system as well. I'll go ahead and say I support law enforcement and I think that there is room for improvement. This was this was, <laughs> a, this was really a journey. It really was. It was mm. I think we've we've made it to Mordor. Uh, yeah. I think we've thrown the ring into the fire. I'm just waiting for the uh, eagles to come and fucking pick us up now at this point. Oh, are we ever? You know, you know, at the end of that movie, the, you know, this might be the whitest thing I ever say on, I, on this we've one. We've said some pretty white shit. We said some pretty white shit, but um when when Sam Samwise and uh, um, Frodo or Frodo or 
obviously sitting on that rock, passing out. They're like, oh, God, what a long journey. We're just going to sit here and die mm-hmm. on, on Mount Doom here. Mm-hmm. Um, they send three eagles, mm-hmm. assuming that Gollum still lived. They, they, they felt that Gollum might still have some good in him. That is, that is heartwarming, it's deep. isn't it? It's yeah. really heartwarming. Well, Frodo fucking threw his ass off the cliff. He sure did. He bit his he bit his finger off and off yeah. And, spoiler alert. Sorry, and Oof. off into the uh, the river of. That was lava. a little rough. It really was kind of rough. I don't think uh, I don't think Samwise really thought that was the way to handle the situation. It's it's what happened. Um, Hindsight's twenty twenty. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, but there was you know three eagles, and. That's a useless fact that no one ever needs to know, but now you do know it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Nice nice wrap-up, though. You're, you're, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, uh, once again, this episode is sponsored by uh, Red, Lodge, Red Lodge Ales, Oktoberfest, <laughs> lager, <laughs> wrapped in a Scotch Ale can. And uh, a latecomer in the sponsorship situation. Ooh. Kirkland's signature vintage <laughs> 2018 Cabernet Sauvignon from California. Hachi machi. And it's not on fire. <laughs>